0: Yes. It's Nazri. Can he go all the way here? Still Nazri. Looks like Shavit.
1: Welcome back to this first Monday edition of Transatlantic Arsenal. I'm Liam. I'm Mike. And we're going to talk about the United game today. Uh, pretty uneventful, un, uninspiring, kind of boring game. Uh, and Not a whole lot event-wise to talk about. More, I think we're going to focus on a little bit of the performance, player-by-player, player, and then our overall takeaways. But before we go there... We'll do a first-half recap. shouldn't take too long. Um, From what I can remember, not a whole lot. We did have one goal, Scott McTominay. uh, Pretty good strike. Took a bit of a deflection. Um, Really can't add a whole lot more there. You got anything? Talk about first-half key events.
0: No, not really. Um, In a nutshell, uh,
1: I will say one. Kind of key event is uh, Chambers. He got a yellow card pretty early in this game against a yeah. guy that was going to run at him the whole night. And uh, he didn't get sent off. So that was – he didn't even get subbed off. So that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that comes more under his individual performance. So, yeah, um, was an early yellow. And then, to be honest I was going to say this towards the end too, but as a first-half overall event, uh, some of the tackling was – it was just so Arsenal, Old Trafford. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Some of the stuff they get away with up there against us, is, it just annoys me. That was going to come more towards the end of the game summary, But uh, anyway, so second half.
1: Yeah, second half, a little more eventful, I guess, at least from our perspective. We had about our best 10-minute period. Um, I guess 51st minute, Torreira had an opportunity from an Aubameyang cross uh probably should have scored and then we did end up scoring uh thanks a little bit to var but i think in this case it was absolutely spot on just to kind of tidy that one up um what did you think of the var real quick
0: yeah once you saw it on the replay it was obvious um i kind of disappointed in the linesman to be honest with you because
1: they said it was difficult
0: the guy's standing right on top of him yeah. And I, I kind of actually think that was a really poor decision by Leisman, mm-hmm. given that's what he does for a living. So I think I think in that instance, VAR definitely, you know, it was justific- justified. And I, I kind of, uh, the hey, I didn't want to say it in the post-match, but I think he, I don't think he would have done a whole lot different.
1: I don't think, he, I, like I said. I was but just I thought it was a think- brilliant
0: finish. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just I'm just kind of going through the, Devil's advocate, you know, you could, look from yeah, no. their point of view, and say that hey, you know,
1: we, looking we, at I, it as a United fan, and yeah. I mean, the, the really only two players that had a chance were De Gea and Lindelof, and they both pretty much tried their best, so yeah, so we'll, we'll,
0: we'll agree that's a good goal, it was well taken, good, good ball by Saka. I thought he, he obviously knew if Bamian was onside. Yeah, I really think he did because I don't think he's that dumb to play that ball. And I was kind of wondering why he played it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm realizing that he's looking straight down the line. He's looking at Bamiak, but he's also seeing Maguire. So I'm pretty sure he knew exactly what he was doing. And then credit to him for that.
1: I thought that was good. And then we had one more chance right after with Saka, which he put it on target and went over Right. right after deflection. And then we didn't really do much, and then I felt like the final 20 minutes, 10 minutes especially, was all them, and the result ended in a 1-1. Not something I'm thrilled with, but I think it was a good point at the end of the day, because the last 10-20 minutes, I was not thinking we were going to be the ones to score. What about you?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I did a little match report, and that's pretty much what I said, and to be honest with you, um, my summary on it was the last 20 minutes was a bit like the Spurs game. It petered out. I said it petered out into like this end-to-end sort of fiasco in a way. It was sort of bad tackling, bad play, and like but I thought that obviously we are the keystone cops of defending. So that was the only reason I thought they might score. I didn't actually think they would create much. Um, I just felt we would always liable to shoot ourselves in the foot. Uh, but we didn't, to our, to our credit. And, uh, Tom and I did have a header that he probably should have buried. Yeah, that's But I, I would say, again, that was 1-1 one, because one, Saka, even though he was unlucky, um, and he definitely was rule number one, and I actually wrote that in my match report too, was rule number one hit the target, which he did. He hit it solid, and he was a little unlucky that uh, that Maguire got his knee in the way. So, yeah, I mean, um, could have been 2-2, two, two, could have been 2-1 either way. Ended up 1-1. Um, definitely no complaints on the balance uh, as far as the result goes. Just uh, I truly think we're a much better team than them. But we got a player best 11 and I'm not sure we managed to do that yet. So, never yeah. mind.
1: So we are obviously missing a few players, but we had a good amount of first-teamers out there today. And so we're going to talk about them, how we thought they played. Uh, I think we'll, we'll probably just go from back to front. You ready? Right. Yep. All right, so um, prime Neuer and goal, right? Yeah. He actually looked really good today to me. Yeah, I mean... Couldn't br- do anything on the goal. The
0: shot stopping was phenomenal. Uh, I am going to tell you, there was one, uh, the one that Tom and I could have scored on. I, I looked at him, you know, I'm not sure I'm really that bothered about this, so I'm being a little hypercritical. Maybe he comes off his line there. I mean, yeah. that ball's on the six yard line when he finally heads it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, you know, I don't know if you've got time to look at the fly of the ball and then look at your, your defender, but Luis is, is definitely going to get caught under the ball. You can sort of see it. Um, I don't know. I just, I think in the days of layman, seamen, those guys would have been off their line, punching that ball or catching it. But, you know, anyway, I'm not going to give him a stick. I would say, uh, we, you know, we did defend that set pieces again, quite well and the balls in the air. And, um, in that particular instance, you know, sometimes we're just not going to get there. Uh, not every center off makes every challenge every time. So we did our fair share in the center defense. Um, and I felt like Leno, maybe that's his one thing right now, is he could come out. That having been said, it's a nasty night. And I want to go on a little bit about that too. So maybe you don't want to come and try and punch one because the ball's going to skid and you're just not sure. So that's.
1: Yeah, but yeah, the pretty good save. I think it was actually a ah, yeah. tremendous save. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was the, the one at the end against, uh, he had a
0: free kick Rashford. for Yeah. Yeah. But, but the one
1: he, from Pereira was really good too. That was a great save. And then yeah. he had a decent one against, um, the, the one on What's his name? No, Lindelof.
0: Maguire? Maguire. Oh, the shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was well hit. Decent save.
1: So yeah, exactly. On a night where the conditions were poor, the, uh, pretty much stood up to all the shot thing he needed to do.
0: Are we going to rate him? Because if we're going to rate, I want to say something about the ratings too. And the overall game was that um, I think, was commentating. And, you know, he was talking about the poor quality, and there's no doubt. It wasn't the prettiest game of football you are going to see. But I'm going to tell you, you and I have both played a lot of football, and um, that those conditions were tough. They, you know, it's really hard to get your foot on the ball. The ball's skidding off the surface. It's raining in your face. It was heavy at times, uh, the rain, and I just don't. I'm not sure that you can produce the greatest quality football. I think, unfortunately, there weren't really any good moves. There were, yeah, you know, some some nice little, you know, things going on. But to be fair, I think what you, you know people were looking for really is a sweeping move down the field, with a couple of passes across the six slick service. And I get that that didn't happen, but. As far as like the whole game, I think the weather really did did play a part in it. So my ratings I did was, I think an average rating is supposed to be like a five. Someone played okay, they, they'd give them a five. They're average, you know, weren't good, weren't bad. I made that a six for my ratings just because I felt like conditions kind of played into a little bit. And I think that where you would lose points is if you made mistakes. If you were average, you played okay. Um, and then if you didn't make a mistake under that, those conditions today, I think you, I'm just going to give you a bonus point because you didn't make a mistake. So that was my kind of ratings rationale.
1: All right. Well, we don't usually do number ratings anymore, but um, given that you did a match report, yeah, what'd you get for the Leno number?
0: I gave him a seven. Okay.
1: Yeah. That, this is all out of 10, obviously. So, yeah, I think that's probably fair enough. Um, I, it's, right. yeah. Looking at it right back, I guess we'll start there with Chambers. Yeah. Um, I thought, Early on he, he got the yellow as I mentioned. And he got a yellow because he had a guy that kinda ran away from him and he, he did a what quote unquote professional foul. And I was like, uh oh, that's probably not very good. It's early in the game. He's gonna have Daniel James running at him at the rest of the game. I think nine
0: minute, right? If I remember rightly.
1: Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and I think it was, I was nine minutes. Not not too happy about it. Not so much like upset with Chambers, just expecting it to come back to haunt us in a couple of ways and it really didn't seem to so I think that that's a positive in itself I don't remember a whole lot from him Um he does seem to have some real good quality as a attacking player at the moment I feel that's kind of weird to say but do you agree
0: yeah, again, uh, yeah, we haven't talked about this for anyone listening, so. Uh, but yeah, I, I wrote. Um, that I thought he was really good going forward. Some of his crossing wasn't the greatest, um, but I thought he really was good going forward. Gave us a lot of options. Uh, played some really good passes into the forwards, into the wingers, um, across the midfield, and just looked really good. And even tight down the touchline, he's got a nice little pass to him. He can beat a man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think he can work a little on. Crossing, but he is you know, his delivery wasn't the greatest. I would have liked to have seen him trying to bend some kind of in De Bruyne style, but obviously, you know, that guy's a fiend. I mean, I'm just, I'm not spending with me De Bruyne, but, um, you know, maybe the odd ball that was skidding across a six yard box because it would have been a great night for that. Uh, yeah, but, and yeah.
1: I, I just don't think it's position. I think he's just a stop gap at the moment. Well, watch. I'm
0: wondering though, I mean, honestly, he looks. I mean, so I don't know. I'll I I tell you, I gave him an eight. I thought he was outstanding. I thought he, he defended well. He took James on, you know, like head to head and said, you know what, you want to beat me, you have to beat me. Uh, one time he saw him off right after he'd given away the, the yellow. Uh, James went at him again, pushed it by him, and he just like stepped across him.
1: Yeah, I remember just,
0: that. And he just pain, let it go yeah, out. Good pace, yeah. I mean, kick. he headed the ball well. Uh, he was in a really good position. Yeah, he, well, he was well supported, to be fair, by Torreira and by um, uh, uh, Nelson later on when he came on. And, you know, we'll get to Pepe. Uh, but even Pepe a couple of times uh, did track back. A couple of times he didn't. Uh, But, you know, I thought when he didn't, Torreira did. And and we'll get through the whole midfield. But I thought we actually looked relatively cohesive uh, defensively. So that was a a nice surprise. So, uh, anyway, moving on to... All right, you got any more on Chambers?
1: I don't. I mean, he did play the ball to Saka, if I remember. That cross. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. I didn't say they were all bad. I just said I, I thought he could have had... Could have tried to bend a few sort of into the six-yard box away from the keeper with the ball on the ground. But anyway, you know, I defended it quite well too. But anyway.
1: Well, let's just uh, tie that one up. It does seem like him spending, a, and this could be just a few games, a hot take, but he did spend a whole year at Fulham where he played defensive mid, where he presumably got on the ball and he had to kind of twist and turn and be a little nifty in possession. Yeah. And it seems like that's sort of helped him get a little more... I guess agile a little better decision making with the, with the ball coming to him and uh, i think it's worked out well cuz he's been pretty good since he's come back
0: yeah we'll talk to Johan kroifer about that or um or Wenger, you know it's total football they expect people to be able to play in every position so uh, definitely benefits you when you do play a slightly different role cuz it gives you another
1: another perspective too you know yeah so all right so looking at the the center backs uh, socrates I didn't really have a whole lot. I don't remember a whole lot of him. He ran down Rashford that one time, where cannot believe Ganduzi did not get a foul for that. But I think yeah, that's that probably what ridiculous. you were referring to earlier in that pod. But um, yeah, he did well there and he didn't have any really dumb errors. But right, I think he had a exactly solid, he he solid night. Solid.
0: It's kind of what you'd expect from him, what I was expecting from him. And I think his first four three or four games or last three or four games, he's just been I don't know what came over him. I mean, he's like he's he's just lost his mind and all of a sudden he was back today. What you'd expect. And like I said, it was six was average. I gave him a six and a half, because I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he was pretty solid and what you'd expect. So yeah, just a little above average. Um and then uh, yeah, I can't really say too much more. Well, Helen was okay. Um, and then Luis.
1: Yeah, uh- Kind of the same takeaway. I thought they were both pretty good. I got under the corner for McTominay, but um, he played a few good balls in behind. The one to Aubameyang was pretty good. Ended up coming to nothing, but um, yeah. And
0: I think we could we could do this. I was thinking about it, so we should do this now while we're on the subject of centre back. So you know, you're looking at Socrates, right. He's just a defender, right? I mean, he's not he's not an, he's not going to be anything else. He doesn't play good balls out the back or whatever. And then you look at Luis, and he's got that that ball out the back thing. So I'm trying to understand Emery. I really am. And and so maybe the reason he's picking him is he's not, he's one of those guys, he's just not into pure defenders. Like he wants what Luis has got. And he's willing to sacrifice a little bit of defensive solidity to get those balls out of the back. Because I will tell you, he played two or three today, Luis, that were really pretty good. I mean, I'm going to give the guy credit. Um, he just he just did, and then there was another one early on in the first half. I don't know if you remember it. Edge of our box, tried to dribble round someone. I think it was Rashford, yeah. and lost it. Mm-hmm. And they were you know that was like so stupid. But you know I, I think I'm starting to kind of get maybe Em. I don't agree with it, by the way, but I I can sort of see Emery saying, look, I want to play him instead of Rob Holding, or I want to play him instead of Callum Chambers because he's got this something else that so defenders, a central defender in the Premier League anymore, can't just be a central defender. Maybe you want him to be a central defender and a ball to shoot you out of the back. So I kind of get it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I think there's certain times when you can do that and there's other games like United away, Liverpool away, where you need your defenders just to be good defenders. So anyways. All right. So
1: uh, you got a number for... uh... uh,
0: Six and a half for him. I gave them both six and a half. I thought they... They did what they should should have done, no more, no less. With a little bit of extra, in the sense that they, you know, they only conceded one, and they, I thought that was a bit unlucky. Just overall, the whole thing yeah. was a bit unlucky. So, and um, um, the Kolasinac, Kolasinac,
1: he uh, yeah, I
0: thought he was outstanding. Uh, I mean, talk about being a defender. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember him really going up more than three or four times in the whole game. And I'm going to give him his due. He has absolutely surprised me over the last three or four games. The Same guy can there. defend. Yeah. I've
1: got to say that.
0: Yeah. I mean, tackled well. I mean, he's very strong. Like, when, when I try and go by him and look like they've got a yard, he just runs across people. Yep. And they cannot move him out of the way. He's. I mean, I, I was very, very impressed today. Uh, it's just
1: weird. The last two games, he's turned into a left back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's what he's supposed to be, but I think he had these delusions of grandeur about playing forward and um, maybe looking at Tierney and looking at kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say too much about the midfield yet, but, um, you know, maybe he's starting to realise that, hey, you know what, if I want to play in this team, I better start being a solid left back and then we'll go from there. So yeah. I gave him an eight. I thought he didn't really put much of a foot wrong. I thought both of our fullbacks were really good today and um I'm gonna give them their credit. Um, I like Chambers and I've rated him. I haven't liked Kalasanatch, not personally, but you know, uh, I haven't liked what he's been doing and I haven't rated him. Uh, but I'm gonna give them both an eight because fullbacks wise we were pretty good today. Very, yeah. very happy with that.
1: All right, moving in the midfield. Yeah, we'll
0: go Terreira. with Zhaka. No, right. we'll go with Zhaka, right, so Zhaka. Um you know, I don't know that he was brilliant today. I don't know that he was, you know, everything I want him to be. I don't honestly can't even remember it, the way he played. I can remember this. I was watching to see if he was filling the holes that he hasn't been, and he did. I was watching him to see if he was actually like, like sprinting, you know, at, at pace, trying to trap people back, and he did. And I was watching him to see. All around the field where he was encouraging people and clapping them and and trying to move his team as a leader and he seemed to do it and i just can't understand why he hasn't been doing that why that Emery hasn't asked him to do that and so i did write in this piece that maybe so i, I so here's my take uh why did it take him 15 months to figure out if you make this guy the captain and you just put the responsibility on him, maybe he'll respond. We've been—I mean, I, I think you, you know—I did that little t- uh, piece on him in the AA, and I said if, if, what depending on what Emery does with Xhaka this year is going to be my measure of what Emery does is. And I just don't understand how it's that complicated. But on the flip side, I'm going to say this: he had Koscielny there, he has Özil there, and maybe it was. He didn't want to go in there and just say, you know what, Erzil uh, Koscielny, I'm making Jacka my captain. So that's a bit bad on his part because he needs to know his players' strengths. Uh, but anyway, I like what I saw from Xhaka today. Uh, I thought effort-wise, that's all we're asking as as fans. You just ask a guy to go out and do his best. Um, yeah. I thought he did well. I think I gave him a seven. And uh, what I said was he can't tackle with a lick and he still can't. But, you know, you only have to be a body. You mm-hmm. only have to be in the right position. And you don't necessarily even have to make a tackle. Mm-hmm. And and i am also going to say, and I'll be rambling here, but I'm also going to say the reason our centre-backs, I think, looked a lot better today was because we had that player in the right spot today picking people up, picking up runners, filling the gaps, blocking the, the channels. That they that players normally drop into and and it made their centre backs look bad.
1: So. Yeah, so to piggyback off that, um, I tend to agree. I didn't think he really did anything poor today, which is unusual for me to say. Well, well, a couple of crap tackles at
0: the end, but I think he was tired and he just isn't a very good tackler, and he's not yeah, very it's agile. It's almost
1: so. poor, like par for the course for him. So. It's more the the mental errors, the not tracking back. And like I said, picking back off that whole idea of someone being in the right spot and helping the central defenders out, um, I paid attention to it as well. And so when you said that he was in the right spot for the most part, um, I agree at the same time, I also feel like Torreira and Ganduzi did a good job of filling in at times whenever he was, maybe he was pressing, or I'm not even going to say he was out of position, he just wasn't in his spot, but for whatever reason, it did seem like we always had another person to fill into his role, and uh, I'll say the majority of the time, it it did seem to be him, so he he, he had a better game. I think we both kind of feel we could have someone in there that might do a little better job, but as far as him today, a seven probably works for me as well.
0: But we did. We've also said, if you remember, like our, I think our midfield was our ideal midfield. If we're only playing two up front, is going to be Subiós sort of attacking, and then Willock, Torreira and Ganduzi playing like sort of deeper. And what we've always said is that neither Willock nor Torreira nor Ganduzi are necessarily especially defensive midfielders. Whereas I think Jack is supposedly is now, um, and but we could you can still fill those holes by interchanging. So, you know, if Genduzi gets sucked into the middle and he's supposed to be on left, then someone slides out left and, you know, you can be more fluid. And obviously, you know, we've talked very, a a lot about that. It's a hard thing to do. I think Liverpool do it better than anybody else right now. Uh, And, and, you know, their midfield is fluid, but it's not real talented. And I think our midfield is talented, but not real fluid. So, um yeah, I don't want to see Xhaka sitting in the middle of the, of the midfield, at the base of the midfield all day long because it's too easy to play against because once you know he's going to be in the centre right there as, a, as a, an attacking team, you kind of say, oh, well, we can play around him. So I think it is good to have him, you know, maybe pressing the ball, going left, going right. Um, and then, you know, you get a, a little more fluid, the fluidity in the team and it's a little harder to play against because you don't yeah. – Really know I, I, you you're coming up against.
1: I see you are saying at the same time. I think the reason why you and I all agreed on Gondozzi, Willock, and Torreira is because they're all extremely mobile. mobile. Exactly, exactly. So, so, I, I, think, I, I think, think that's exactly thing about how we would draw it up with Jacker in there.
0: Right. Well, but I think the other thing about Jacker is is that having those two and or Willock, uh, you know, two of those three playing with Jacker, we will agree. Right. Look, if he's going to pick Jacker. Let's just have two of those guys because they can make up for Xhaka. And that's exactly what we're saying here. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think, you know, he's never going to be that Kante when Kante was good or Jorginho yeah. uh, right now. But honestly, I do think that Jorginho right now is not necessarily the player that he was wherever he was in Italy or whatever because I think the Premier League's a little bit different. And you do have a guy just sits in front of his defense. Um, sometimes, you know, it's easier to kind of play against that. But anyway, So I like Joker. He uh, played well.
1: Didn't, didn't really see a whole lot of Torreira. I don't know why. I mean, he seemed like he was in position, hustling and hurting, but quickly give me what what your thoughts were on him.
0: Uh, same. You know, played well defensively. Uh, positionally played well. I, I actually wrote that. Played well positionally. Um, but it seems to me, so this is another point I want to make here. It seems to me that that he played, and tell me if I'm wrong, um, I wrote this, it seemed to me he played as the more attacking of the three. And I don't think he's that's his game. I don't think he's going to score a lot of goals. And if Emery wants to play him as our most attacking or forward midfielder out of a three, uh, I think he's going to have a lot of average games because he's not going to score a lot of goals. I know he scored a couple, but... It's just not to me not a goal scoring midfielder. He doesn't strike yeah. the ball well enough. He, it, it just isn't. And
1: I, I think we both agree there. I mean, we've talked about him. We think he's more of a DM and that he needs to be employed in that role. Right. Um, but I think we should talk about that uh, a little more in a few minutes when we finish the player ratings because I've got something to add there.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, I thought I gave him a six and a half, which is you know, um, I think I might have actually given him a six. Uh, because he, he was all right, didn't do anything wrong, didn't do anything good. Uh, to me, that's not his best role. Um, and I was busting for him to come off and have Ceballos come on. Yeah. Uh, and that did happen, which I was very happy about. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm not dissing the guy. I felt like uh, – f- actually, for the first half, I was okay with it. Enthusi, Torreira, Jacque, no problem. I thought well, right. boy, that's
1: what we needed. Well, it worked out all right. So. Okay, we're going to touch more on that in a second. Um, Ginduzi, I yeah. thought he was phenomenal. Man of the match, counter, without a know. doubt, I
0: think I mm-hmm. gave him an eight. And the only reason I gave him only an eight was because uh, I felt like on the flip side of, uh, of you know, the whole performance, the whole performance was, was kind of not worthy of anyone really being outstanding. I, f- I thought everyone was okay and... I can't. I can't really. It's not really fair on Genduzi, but at the end of the day, we win that game two one. He gets a nine, uh, maybe even a nine and a half. But just because I felt like I'm being a little harsh on him, but I tried to be kind of, you know, like I don't know. I don't really know why, but I just I give him an eight because he was really good. He was kind of everywhere, um, and he did everything that he needed to do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should have given him more, but I'll give him an eight. Uh, couldn't ask for any more.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I haven't got a whole lot to add because I praise the guy a ton, but I did see it a little bit on Twitter today, and it kind of got me thinking that, you know, you can maybe answer it. seems like he could be, you know, the best prospect we've had to go with, like, a, a younger guy since the Fabregas or even, like, a, a Nasri day. It just it seems like he could be playing for – the French team at some point, alongside uh, Pogba or something, he just seems no like he's, he's
0: going to play for France. He's, he's, I mean, unless something happens, if he yeah. carries on on his trajectory, he's, he's definitely going to be an international. But um, actually, I think he. Honestly, I think he's pr- prospect wise. I think he's twice as good as Nasri. And when I say that, you know, you have to bear bear in mind, uh, you know, your the ability to fit into a team, how your your Players around you see you, how you work for your team, how selfless you are. The guy just, he just plays for the team. Yeah. Um, you know, he would do anything for that team. And so, yeah. He uh, was well, my man in the, man mid-
1: in the I, midst of kind of seeing a bit of a transformation out of him, actually. Actually, by
0: he- the way, I did give him an eight and a half. I'm sorry. I did give him an eight and a half because uh, uh, my other best better, best player, I gave an eight and, and I wanted him to be better. So, yeah, I gave him an eight and a half. Probably could have been a nine, but he was definitely a man of the match. Not by a streak, because we did have another really good player. But um, yeah, I just thought he was—he uh, was very, very, very good. and he was a MOM for me, without a doubt. All
1: right. Well, I was saying it. It seems like we are seeing a bit of a transformation out of him because he used to always you know, be—he's always had a bit of a, a strong character, and you know he's very passionate. But it does seem like tonight's like these where he he really gets frustrated and then gets really excited. And we've seen that over the past couple of weeks now where it, it's almost like he's taking on a new role of it, this is my team. I'm going to do stuff and I want to get stuff done, um, which is, it's nice to see in my opinion.
0: Hopefully it's infectious too, because it seemed like I said, really, I can't think of anybody except one that, that, you know, wasn't really into it tonight and really tried hard. And I said, I, am because we didn't have a better result, and because we't you know we didn't win the match and, and we didn't really sort of put stuff together the way our, our enthusiasm and our body language said we should have, I, I felt like it was the conditions that really probably stopped us from doing that a little bit, so because there's no other reason, I think we would have taken them apart honestly, on a decent day with that exact same team playing the same manner. I think we'd, have, we'd have obliterated them. We should have. So why yeah. we didn't, there was one other reason. But other than that, uh, right. I, I just felt I must,
1: like, I'm not ready to get there. Um, but we'll talk, like I said, we're going to talk about the overall performance at the end. Okay. Looking at Saka, he yeah, for pretty me, good again, right? I thought he was phenomenal.
0: I mean, yeah, he made a couple of little errors towards the end. But, but uh, you know, the guy, he's doing exactly what I thought Pepe was going to do. He's got the ball. He's committing guys. He's beating them. He's taking on two guys at once. He's getting fouled. He's holding the ball up. He's playing against the dirtiest little. I don't want to use an expletive in this on his pod, but I cannot stand that guy. He's a cheat. He held him back it was, it, one time. He held him back in the. You know what accommodated the, the audacity to say. Did you hear that? He's just he said to keep running. No, he said Ashley Young was very clever there. Yeah. No, he wasn't clever. He's just a cheating, dirty little...
1: Ugh.
0: Anyway, so I thought he had his hands full playing against him because he's a scumbag, and he just did his well. He held his cool. I think he wanted to knock him out a couple of times, and he just kept his cool. I thought he was a constant thorn in their side. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that, that. I don't even want to say his name, but they're right back. He, he tends to be a quite good attacking threat for them. He did nothing for them going forward.
1: Yeah, he was he, very,
0: very preoccupied.
1: He was, but even whenever he didn't get a chance to get it forward, uh, even when there was only one winger and Kalasnets could use some help, he seemed to be always in the right spot.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think the thing that most of all, though, was that, um, you know, if you want to play the uh, every way, we're going to take a little bit of a chance, right? So maybe there's a time when you're going to say to Ganduzi, hey, you know, you kind of fill in, uh, let Kolasinac kind of, you know, do his thing out there on the wing. Because if we can isolate Saka and Young, um, you know, on a break, we might find a way through them. So, you know, you defend in a way to try and sort of like, if you can win the ball back and you release Zach, uh, Saka at Young, then all of a sudden, you know, you've got a great chance of maybe going forward and, on a break or something. So I think we did a little bit of that. I think that, but I think, United understood that. And so I don't think young was ever really wanting to commit without having Saka in his sights, which I really think, like I said, helped us defensively because young wasn't overlapping. He didn't want to get caught upfield.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Last thing on him is just the shame he didn't score, but he put on target. And I think that's all he really asked for. So Mm -hmm. all right. A Oh, Did you give him a rating? So I- yeah, I told you he was an eight. Okay. Yeah. He was an so eight. So Yang uh, Seemed likely at times. Yeah. He he didn't he won- do a whole lot, but dang, he's scored again. So Yeah,
0: he led the line and he just did all the things. He worked really you know, I watch face. I watch his face sometimes. He got caught offside a couple of times, which kind of annoyed me, but I I watched his face and he just he's enjoying himself, but he's into it. You know, yeah, I think he's he's sort of gone to another level. He he had that goofy grin that he always has, right? You see him in matches and he sort of like runs around and he's got that goofy grin and he's laughing. And But now he's got this intensity that goes with it too. Like he's, he's just into it. He's like, oh, this is my team as well. Like he's this other thing that personally, he's emerging. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he might have taken a cue from Lacazette because Lacazette's got that same thing about him too. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, nah, brilliant. I mean, I love, I mean, I don't think his overall product was great uh, over the whole game, but you know, all you want him to do is score a goal, did it again. Yep. A lot of players might have stopped there. You know I, I mm-hmm. don't, I don't know, I hope not, but some players might have stopped there. So,
1: a lot of players wouldn't have scored there.
0: Yeah. And, and then just the way he scored it was just kind of cheeky. And it's like, you know, I know where the net is here, boys. I'm going to score. So, yeah, brilliant. I mean, I uh, gave him a seven. And the only reason I gave him a seven was, like I said, because he didn't win the game and and he didn't do a whole lot other than score the goal, but, but not because. Lack of effort, not because he didn't play well, but just the opportunities in that type of game for an Yang are uh, are not going to be there. So uh, to get a seven for me was very good on his part.
1: Yep, right. Echo the same thoughts. All right, so I think, you know, we we both thought that there was a bit of a a liability on the field for us today.
0: No doubt. And so I, I, I wanted to say this too, and that is that, look, we're fans, right? It doesn't give us the right not to criticize. I think you just take each game for what you see. So for me, horrendous performance. That was that was one of the worst performances of an Arsenal player I can remember. In
1: And if with- you can haven't picked up on it yet, we're talking about Pepe.
0: Yeah, I mean oh, awful. But you know, I'm I'm not writing him off. I'm not no. saying he's a bad player. He's not a bad bust. He's not a, a bad signing or none of that. On the night, horrendous. And the only thing I've got to say about it is how the hell did he stay on the field for 75 minutes? What That blew my mind. I mean, the guy's are having a stinker. Get him off.
1: Yeah.
0: Give, give him. It's not his game. You know, it just wasn't his game. It, I don't care who he is. I, I love Joe Willock, right? If Willock's having a bad game, get him off. I love. Yep. Callum Chambers, if he's having a bad game, get him off. I mean, come on. This isn't about – you know, I know you've got to build the guy's confidence, but it was never it was never his game. It just wasn't his game. You could see it from the first five or ten minutes. He got worse and worse. Now, I will tell you, I thought he did put quite a lot of effort in, in phases, and he's never going to be that 100% effort guy. I thought he tracked back a few times when he didn't, you know, may not have wanted to or whatever. But, no, nah, I, I give him a three, and, and I thought it was generous. He was just horrendous.
1: See, and he, he's a little younger, um, but he's not as established as Ozil was. So then I'm kind of walking on eggshells when I'm talking here because they somewhat remind me of the same player. And I don't know, you might take exception to that. But they do have that same – I'm above this personality, and it's rubbing off. And, you know, I'm not writing him off. I'm really not. I think he is – he can be so good. He's lightning quick. He's got great feet. He has a good shot. But the one thing I'll say is he's kind of walking the line of having that. I think you and I would have much better – feelings toward Mesut if he didn't act the way he does and you say you can't take the personality of the player I get that I get that but that being said performances like tonight are gonna upset some people and I'm not upset I mean he he didn't have really have a preseason. it's just his fifth or sixth game in the Premier League he's 24 however that's the one thing I was just gonna say it's probably not the best way for him to go about it if he's going to continue to have some performances like this. However, he's going to grow. He's going to get better. I'm not worried at this moment. I just think on a night like tonight where everyone's running, it's I don't know if it was cold, but it was rainy. And everyone seemed to be putting a shift in. You said he thought he put some effort in. Um, I thought he put in about Mizut M- M- Ozil-level effort. Whereas Ozil runs a lot. If you look at the metrics, he, he runs more than a lot of players in the team. It's about how you run, though. And I don't know what Pepe's metrics were, but that's kind of how I felt about it. Well,
0: I'm going to tell you this for the record. First of all, I don't. I think when he's playing, he's not. Now, again, we talk about collective defending, and I think we got to mention that um, as a team. So I'll leave it for a second. But um, I don't think he's. And I might be being unfair to Ursula, but I don't think he's quite. Uh, as defensively responsible as Urzu would be, because to me has always been a midfielder, not a forward. And I and I, I define Pepe as a wide forward or a winger. And I think he. Uh, and it, uh, my other thing is like, if if you didn't see him and you obviously you didn't, Liam. Uh, but the, for those of you that can remember Henri when he first came to Arsenal, this is eerily. A carbon copy of what Henri was like. He was selfish. He was pouting. He looked like he—he he looked like he was the most divisive player you're ever going to see. He didn't play real well. Ah, it's kind of weird. So I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if this guy's got the talent of Henri. Um, I'm not sure that he's even going to be anything as good as one of Henri's feet. But there's something about. Uh, this parallel that is just intriguing me at the moment. So I'm giving him 100% free pass. I'm sorry. I think, you know, you're just going to say, if we're playing with Pepe, we're going to play as a 10-man or 9-man defensive team.
1: Well, teams like Liverpool with Salah and Mane do the same thing. But at the other end, they're just phenomenal. And I'm not saying he can't get there. I want to stress, I do believe he's got exceptional talent. I just know... That when you're not playing well and things aren't coming off, people will reward you for just tracking back. You know, I think Saka played pretty well today, but just his effort, his overall intensity, tracking back, wins him so many points. And I think, you know, he's he's got this kind of honeymoon period where we're all excited about our big shiny toy. And he's just got to be a little bit careful with me, with everyone. I, I
0: agree. I agree. Uh, but what I'm saying is that I'm not even close to being there yet. So... I, and the reason is as I think he's just got, he just is uncomfortable. I don't I even think my
1: f- biggest problem with it is it's everything we're trying to get rid of right now, and if he's phenomenal and it work I think that's been our thing with Ozu. if if he's phenomenal, we don't care, but at some point it will get old, and it's the thing that it's not even Pepe that's gonna get old. It's just the whole slow beleaguered not really working super hard, and if stuff doesn't come off, it gets old.
0: Well, again, I'm going to get slated first, I'm sure, but to me, Ozil's no Pepe in terms of like, um, Ozil needs players around in the play world well to make him look good because he, of the things he does, he does things. He's, he's an assist guy. He's like a, you know, never been a goal scorer and really, I mean, he ain't scored many goals. So uh, I think Pepe, all I'm saying to is I just think he's got that ability to be this. Just this goal-scoring, scary bloke to play against, and I think it's yeah. coming. And so I'm just, I just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge him. I'm not, I'm not judging him, good or bad. I thought his effort level. I think he's emotional, and I think his effort level was today was based on the fact that he's just having a bad game. Things weren't going his way, and he was pouting a bit. And I think he's been pouting a little bit. And I think he just isn't comfortable yet. It's coming. I'm pretty sure it is. He was a three-a-day, sucked, should never have been on that long. You know, and and I don't even care that much about that. All I'm saying is is it would have been better to give Willick a shot and, you know, uh, give us a better chance of winning the game. But I'm I'm not freaking out over it. Just call it as it is, he was awful. Uh, We'll see what he
1: does in the next game. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. He's going to turn into the better form of Henri that we ever had.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think you, you could be wrong because you're not really making a statement about him. You're just saying that you want to see a more of an effort. And and I kind of agree with you, but I, I'm not sure that that effort should necessarily be defensive tracking back, more a no. case of like... Is, I- Body yeah. language, right? Is that really what you're saying? And I think That's I agree That's
1: exactly what I'm saying. I yeah. just think while it's not coming off, I think that yeah, it could buy you a little more time with people, maybe like me and I'm sure plenty of others.
0: But I think that, unfortunately, you're going to see similar body language when we're winning 4-0 and he's got a hat trick. So I, don't, I just think that might be who he is.
1: Yeah, but um, the thing is, is that's when I don't care. That's when Liverpool right. fans don't care about Mane or Salah. So, right, right. You know, I right. don't yeah. think if Jose so, was getting three assists a weekend, we would care about his performance or his emotion levels. So, anyways, don't want to talk about that anymore. I do want to, we're just going to try and wrap this up a little bit, but uh, we're going to go back to the Torero discussion. And well, I just want to let's,
0: let's just go through the subs real quick because Ceballos, I thought, I wanted to say this about him. So you and me have been talking about about a complete a complete midfield, right? <clears throat> How you you know we're gonna we need to be tenacious and try and win the ball and try and defend as a team. And uh, well, I don't know if this is gonna this is gonna dovetail into your terrera comment, but so I watch Sub-Bio, and I like Sabyas, and I like Willock, and I've got to be real careful about not being biased here, but. You tell me if I'm wrong. I watched Sabahis during that game after he came on, and he was running. McTominay, he must have picked him up four times at full speed, running back, trying to you know run with him. I mean, I don't care about how good a guy plays. If he puts that kind of effort in, then he's already winning with me. And the fact is, you know, Sabahis, he's also got a lot about him going forward. He's very creative. So now I'm looking at a guy that can... He's willing to and can defend because he will tackle and he will nick the ball and he will, you know, be physical with people. And he's willing to do it. He's putting his effort in and he's creative. I, I don't know what else you could want. Yeah. So, anyway, that, that was my point. And then Willock, thought, looked pretty good when he came on. And Nelson, I would have – I just wanted to say this too, because I wrote this. Uh, Nelson was fine. He played well. I, I, honestly, I thought at the time when he brought um, Pat May off – Instead of putting Nelson on, it might have been better to go with Willock in like a 4-2 and try and break away at that point because I thought Saka was playing well. And then maybe give Saka and or Aubameyang, one of Saka and Aubameyang, a little switch out for Nelson with 15 to go and give Nelson a shot playing a little more forward. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, that-
1: I don't think that there's much argument to that because I think that that's a pretty good point. 'Cause the final twenty minutes it didn't seem to really work out for us.
0: Right. So I just I just felt like Nelson it wasn't no it was no point bringing him on as a fielder, Uh because, you know, and, and I don't I think he theoretically he replaced Pepe on the right wing, but he defended a lot. And he did a great job, by the way. I want to give him credit for that. He really helped um Chambers out towards the end of the game because he needed it. He needed somebody. So I thought again, push maybe pushing um um, Willock out wide on the right to help uh, uh, Chambers would have been a better idea because I think Willock can get up and down the field a bit better and he's probably a little bit better defensively than Nelson but anyway it worked out you know what Nelson played well Willock thought looked pretty good I mean every time a kid comes on I wonder why he's not starting again might be my bias but god he looks good Yeah, he's just so good going forward and uh, yeah, defensively he's solid so Anyway, sorry, talk about Torreira. I just I just wanted to say that about Sabayas because I don't want to get lost. And I got, I think I gave Sabayas a, a 7 and I gave Nelson a 7 and I didn't give Willock a great because he wasn't really on for long enough.
1: All right, so looking at Torreira, pretty defensive player. Jacka, uh, pretty defensive player. Guendouzi can be a pretty defensive player. It's fine if you're going to set up, you know, you're away at Old Trafford in some sloppy conditions. Um, defensive players that seem to play pretty solid today and seem capable of being solid. With the exception of Xhaka, in my opinion. But he was solid today. Um, was that the setup? And is that the performance he wanted today? Emery? Yeah, I think so. And like I said, I think I think where
0: you and I have got to sort of like understand him a little more is that he doesn't see any of those three as being purely defensive. Um, I think he sees them as being able to also go forward. The problem is we've had games where they've all gone forward at the same time. And I think Ganduzi's twigged it. I think he's finally understanding that as a was he, how old is he, 19, 20? 20,
1: 20 right? now, I think.
0: As a 20-year-old rookie out of the three of them, he's the one that's got to take the responsibility – of saying, look, if you guys are going forward, I guess I'm going to sit. Um, and you can attest to this. And you know, I don't know how long we've been going. We probably should wrap it up soon. But but you know, you know what I was like with you. I was like Liam. I don't care what everybody else is doing. You know, we need somebody to sit in front of defence. You got to do it, and you did it because sometimes you just have to be the one that does it. So um, today, the three of them were willing to do it, and it was great. Um, I don't even know that Emery's going to be that happy with him. I don't even know that Emery wanted to set it up like that, but it worked out that
1: way. That leads to my next question, is how does Emery feel about the performance and the ultimate result of today?
0: Uh, Well, I saw his post-match, his English is pretty bad, but um, (laughs) I think he said that um, he felt like we Controlled the first half, which I would tend to agree with. Uh, that he thought the goal came at a bad time, which I would tend to agree with. And uh, that, you know, if you looked at it, and you know, Ganduzi and uh, Kalasanash, I think, went for the same ball on the edge of the box and both got beat by Rashford. So that was unfortunate, but that was also kind of bad in terms of that was the one mistake you didn't really want to make there. But you know, you're gonna you're gonna learn from, him and you're gonna those things are gonna happen. So, um, I don't know. I think, he, and then he said something about what did he say in the second half? He thought that uh, that we scored, and then we we looked good. Then we sc- and then they wrestled the initiative back, and they kind of took it to us towards the end of the game. So his summary was fairly well similar to what we saw. I just don't know how he thought about about the um, the game in terms of what he wanted and how we played. Uh, but so do you
1: think it, he's happy with the point?
0: Oh, for sure. I don't think any fan of ours is not happy. I mean, on the face of it, we're a better team. But it still ain't easy to go Old Trafford and win. Yeah, And we just have been really bad at doing that. And today was another instance where I think we should have won the game. Uh, but I wasn't really wanting to play, you know, 4-2-4 or like have, you know, our centre-halves in their box at the end of the game, like I think Socrates right at the last minute was trying to go forward when he had that free kick on the halfway line on the left side of there of ours. Um, just inside there off. And he's running up the field trying to get in the box. And I'm like, no, you know what? It's 1-1. We probably don't want to do that. And uh, I know we had everyone forward for the Sabio's free kick, but I think again, universally, that was kind of that was going to be the last attack of the game, and so I think that was all right at that point. But yeah, I don't, I don't think unless you're deluded, I don't think that you can be upset about that result today. I just think that
1: in well, this I think stage, you could definitely have some issues with it. I mean, I think you're happy with the point, but at the end of the day, we are a better team, and I think we we could put a perf- better performance out there. But it is a point. It's not easy to go to Old Trafford and win. Um but Well for I, me
0: the, the conditions to me were a great level. I really think they were. Um,
1: yeah, and maybe if it's just uh play a little more, I don't know, they've got the bigger bodies and but anyways, I I do wanna wrap this up. So I think I'm gonna end it there, unless you've got something else.
0: Um well honestly emory was the only other thing I was gonna discuss and Um, Like I said, I I guess we've already done that. I I just still don't think his selection is good enough. I still think Xhaka's got a lot to prove now. If he plays as well as he... I mean, like, like, this would be a great example. Who's he going to play? Kolasinac or Tierney? You're asking me? Yeah. Who would you play out of those two?
1: I think he's got the added benefit of watching training, but that is kind of the ironic part in itself, right? Uh, but what I saw from one game from Tyranny, I played Tierney, but...
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. And, and so, you know, the, the point is, is you, you're going to play the player that, that looks the best to you, like looks the best in terms of, you know, uh, what they can offer the team. And to continue to play Xhaka when we got four dynamic midfielders other than him, just... just strikes me as a little bit weird and that's where i have an issue with emery i think i gave him a six with a six being average you know he got he got a decent result he set his team up it seemed to be in a in a decent way for the away game at united um and so i'd give him a kind of just an average you know did okay in emery but sometimes i think it's in spite of himself so we'll see
1: all right, so you got it, uh, Emery. Six. Mike seems overall pleased with the point. Could have gotten more, he'd been happier. I think I kind of fit in there. Um, I think that's gonna do it for us. We'll be back more midweek, Wednesday or Thursday. I'm sure we'll have another one out. Thank you guys for listening. And then if you want some more, you can check out arsenalarsenal.net, and you'll see Mike M as a publisher, and you'll see his his post game uh, tomorrow morning correct yes and his his team ratings and his reaction all right thank you guys all right good night